At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams lose two for the season. Plus, the best division in football sees two teams rise to the top. And later, Goff versus the Rams, Stafford versus the Lions. We preview Lions at Rams next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Beggs. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. A bunch of cool stuff to get into. None more important, though. Than the Lions and the Rams this weekend. We got quarterbacks being drafted number one overall, involved in a trade, and now they're playing against the teams who drafted them number one overall, and it is going to be awesome. I am here for all of it. We got a lot of stuff to get into before that, though. Some program notes to pass along to you guys, as well as uh, we'll take a look at the rest of the West. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, unfortunate news, though, uh, on the not good stuff side of it. The Rams did lose two to injury for the rest of the season. We'll be down two. We'll talk about them uh, here shortly, though. But you know what? We do have a lot of information to get into, a lot of things that are in my head that I want to get into your guys' heads. So how about we just go ahead and jump right in? All right, we will do a giveaway. But first, I want to do announce something really cool that I got going on just in my life. All right, just a, just a little, just, a, just passing along some cool information. Made me go high voice on you guys, but I didn't want to let you guys know it's pretty cool stuff that uh, Ram Showcase is now available to listen to on every Rams-related page of Fansided. That is right. So you guys know the, the Fansided Rams website is ramblinfan.com. You can check me out there. If you go to ramblinfan.com, you don't even have to scroll. Before you see an episode of Ram Showcase, you can listen. You can just hit play right there. And then my sweet voice gets injected directly into your ear holes right there while you can read articles about the Rams uh, via Ramblin' Fan. Some good people over there at, uh, at Fansided as well as, as Ramblin' Fan. I just wanted to kind of pass that along, though, because I know it is just for audio. So if you guys are interested in watching me talk about the Rams, you can always subscribe at YouTube.com slash Showcase or just search Ram Showcase on YouTube. That'll be a good way to, to get that kind of information. We do, like, some graphics and stuff like that. There's extra stuff that is featured in the video version of the show. That is not in, that's not included in, in the audio-only version of the show. So if you guys are only hearing my voice right now, and you're like, you know what, this guy's probably pretty handsome, I want to check him out on screen, then you can go ahead and do that. It's really cool, you can pull out your cell phones, type in Ram Showcase on YouTube, or, uh, or whatever you're on, if you're if you on a tablet, or, uh, or laptop, or desktop, all of it works, actually, it all works. So, but you guys can uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's that's where most of the action happens. But it is good news. Ramblin' Fan accepting Ram Showcase as one of its own. I've been taken under the wing, and uh, we will we will now do that process of of of, of kind of trying to help each other out and stuff, which is going to be really fun stuff. I'm really excited to be working with these people. Some great, super helpful people that I've been in contact with so far. So you know, we're in the 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 very beginning right now, but it's some pretty cool stuff. And I don't know, you, some of you guys may have seen it already, uh, it was on there last week. Uh, but it was before I was on here, so I was not able to tell you guys all about it. But it's all good because it is there now. You guys will be able to hear the Lions and the Rams podcast, uh, the Rams showcase version of that, right directly on ramblinfan.com, which is pretty awesome stuff there. So I also have a giveaway for you guys. I, I All I asked last week for the giveaway was that um, you guys tell me what game you're most excited for for the rest of the season. And I did get some answers, but I'll be honest with you guys, 
I'm a little bit, uh, I was a little sad to see not so many people answering my question here, okay? So we do have fewer people involved in this giveaway than we typically do, which is totally fine. But I need, I need you guys now, though, okay? You guys help me out. Help me help you, alright? Because if this is gonna be, if the, if the response is gonna dwindle, that's totally fine. We can do them less often, okay? But if you guys wanna keep doing these giveaways every single week, courtesy of... Then I need you guys to respond, alright? So, we'll go ahead and do our giveaway, and then I've got a question for you guys uh, for this next week's giveaway. And, and depending on depending on the answers that I get, we'll determine if we have one next week, or if we're gonna uh, t- turn them down a little bit to uh, to once a, once a month or so. So, let's take a look at these ones here. We got some names in this, in this uh, lovely yellow hat. I'm a big fan of yellow. Yellow's my favorite color. It's good stuff. It's happy stuff. And, uh, yeah. Alright, so we'll make aggressive eye contact with the camera right now. That's the aggressive eye contact that I can do. This name right here sounds like a winner. Feels like a winner, I guess. Well, let's see who is the winning of this one. We've got Ram's House. Whose house? Congratulations, Ram's House. That is actually Ram's House's second win of the season. My very first double winner of the season. I've been blown away that that hasn't happened yet because I see a lot of the same names pop in. Uh, and right now, I don't have any rules about not being able to win in a certain amount of weeks. This one, though, this win was, like, I, I think either going into the preseason or just before the preseason. So it was, it's been a while. So Rams House would have been able to to squeeze in there on that one anyway. But, hey, congratulations, man. All I'm going to need from you is some some information about where the heck do we send this cool stuff, okay? Courtesy of Shaw's Customs, we'll be getting that prize pack sent out to you. You know how to reach me, though. And we'll get that sent out to you. Last week, we had uh, we had Adrian as the winner. That actually reminds me, saying that out loud reminds me, I did not, unfortunately, Adrian, that is my mistake here. I need to pass along your, your address to Shaw's Customs. I almost missed it there, but it's fine. We got it. But uh, yeah, we'll get that sent over. And then uh, Ram's House, whose house? You get that sent over to me, and we will get that sent over to Shaw's Customs, and then we will get you your prize pack sent out. But I also, though, you guys might remember that just a couple weeks ago, if you guys are heavy watchers of Ram Showcase, which it seems like the people who watch are heavy watchers. Are they, they're like, they get pretty hardcore over here, which is really awesome. I, I love that, like, get, get like almost like a community going. I love that stuff. That's really fun. But you guys might remember that there was a winner not that long ago by the name of Edwin, who's actually been such an awesome supporter of Ram Showcase. And his, you know, because I do have like a group a squadron of of people who are just like really strong followers and really supportive and really awesome and, and so much fun. Like I love to have that into my fan base here at Ram Showcase. It just makes it a lot more fun for me. I all I, I love this show, but having people interact with me back and forth and and uh, honestly tell me how awesome I am. That does help. But I love that kind of stuff. I love being able to 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 meet people and and develop friendships with people. I've definitely 100% I've developed real friendships because I do this show and somebody watches it and then we start having conversations and stuff like that on social media and all that stuff. But I did get this bit of information on Edwin uh, from Edwin, which was really cool that he's actually getting married next year. And I just wanted to say, man, I'm super happy for you. That is super, super cool. So it's just just a little bit of a shout out for you, Edwin. Edwin is getting married to who seems like a pretty awesome person, Yennefer, all right? Because Yennefer is doing one thing that is incredible, which is actually allowing Edwin to put a ram's helmet onto the table at the wedding. I love it. That is absolutely incredible. That's per- first of all, man, keeper. God, yeah, that's a keeper right there. 100%. I that's you know like I don't know if anybody watches How I Met Your Mother. I'm a big fan of that show. I've watched it like all the way through like 25 times or something like that. Uh, I could I'll if you guys need a member of your of a trivia team, I'm the guy to call. I got that, but uh this is actually I don't know if you guys remember that show if you guys watched it, but Punchy's Wedding when it was all Browns. That's how I want my potential wedding to be, but with Rams. And you know what, Edwin? You're getting a little bit closer than I am, and that's pretty awesome stuff, man. <laughs> that is super cool. So congratulations, Edwin and Jennifer. Super happy for you guys. Genuinely stoked for you guys. And I also really genuinely appreciate the support, Edwin. Yeah, I can't tell you how much how much it means to me. And multiple people, too. It's not just it's not just Edwin, for sure. I mean, there's uh, Cody. We got Rams House, Peo. I, I, could, I could go on and list names for, for days. I don't have that kind of time right now, but... Uh, 
Definitely appreciate the support. Super happy for you guys, man, for sure. Let's go ahead and move. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, we got to get the, this announcement for the giveaway for this one. All I'm going to ask you guys, I just need a simple answer, or you can explain, you can elaborate, whatever you guys need to do. But I do need multiple answers if we wanted to keep doing the giveaways. If we want to keep the giveaways going, you guys want me to keep on giving away cool stuff with Shaw's Customs, then I need you guys to answer this one. And uh, because the the... The answers have been dwindling just a little bit, and I, don't, I hope that nobody's getting like discouraged that you're not winning or something like that because it's all just chance. I mean, I just I, I cut out all the I write handwrite the names and then I cut them all up and then I put them in a hat and then I just pick one out. So it is just luck. There's no stra strategy to it or anything like that. But we used to do trivia questions. If that's something that we should bring back, let me know. But uh, this question, all I'm going to ask you guys is one simple question: Will anybody else ever wear number ninety nine? For the Rams again. Feel free to go. Is is You could give me a yes or no. I'll know what you're talking about. Or you guys can give me some reasonings here. Anything further. If you think that there's maybe uh, uh, some, some numbers that should be not used before 99's not used again. You know, maybe, maybe there's some of those. I personally am a 55 guy. I think that 55 should be, should be done. But also I understand why it's not. You know, it was uh, the the dubs and losses on that uh, in that era for uh, James Laurinaitis. Not necessarily there, but I think thirty nine. I think fifty five. Uh, I think I think eighty one. I know. I guess I'm a, kind of alone there, but I think eighty one. Uh, but yeah, let me know, guys. Is there going to be? Is Aaron Donald the final number ninety nine for the Rams ever? Is that going to happen? Is that something that that will happen? He's only thirty years old right now and is a Hall of Famer. I mean, how long can a defensive lineman play? I mean, we'll, we'll just wait and see, I guess, but I want to shift gears here because uh, I know that the, the Rams are in uh, an interesting stretch right now, and the the rest of October, uh, the Rams just, I mean, obviously coming off of a big win uh, against the, the Giants that we'll talk about here in a second, but this week against the, the winless Detroit Lions, then after that, the Houston Texans who are just struggling right now. I just wanted to pass along that, you know, although that the, the Rams are playing some some weak teams, should be winning these games. We're going to we're going to act like it and talk like these games are wins for the Rams in the fashion that they should be wins for the Rams, which would be by a lot of points, such as 38 to 11, which is exactly what was supposed to happen in that game against the New York Giants. So all I wanted to pass along in this one, though, this three game stretch is very favorable for the Rams. And it is going to excite people because realistically, this three-game stretch should be a 3-0 and stretch for the Rams. All I'm saying is that this three-game stretch here does not define this team, okay? This, this, this team should win those games. That does not define this team. Just like the game against the Arizona Cardinals does not define the Rams' season. Having an off day against a division opponent who came in after an eight-game losing streak against us, and just they just needed that win. They needed it. They wanted it more than we did. We went in soft. They came in. That was the biggest game that they've played in years, and they won. That does not define the Rams' season. Losing that game to the Cardinals, the only undefeated team in the NFL today, losing that game to them, that does not mean that we're a bad team. Yeah, I was at home. Yeah, it's a division game. It sucks. You don't want to lose those games. But that does not define who you are. But on the flip side of that, beating up on the Giants, potentially beating up on the Lions, and potentially beating up on the Houston Texans, that also does not define this team. We're supposed to do that. We're supposed to beat up on these teams. The Giants, Lions, and Texans, what a stretch for us. But it's it by no means after that Texans game, should we all be sitting here like we got a cakewalk to the Super Bowl? What else? What have we got the rest of the season? Nothing. Let's go ahead and go to the playoff. No, we don't need to act like that. We just need to rein it in a little bit. But these should be wins. The Rams should win those three games. It does not winning these three does not mean we're a surefire Super Bowl team. Losing to the Cardinals does not mean we suck. And I realize that we're a very uh, the world today is very react on what is happening today. React exactly what is happening right now, what right this second. That's how the world is. That's how we react. That is not the case. That is not true. You got to look at the whole thing, the whole season. Because if you would tell me right now that we'd be going into this game against the Lions at 5-1, and one, 
I'd be like, sweet. I don't even care who the loss is. That's awesome, man. 5-1. I'll take 5-1. And, and I think any of you guys would, too. And honestly, it would be really boring to win every single game. Like, the first couple years, would be like, we are unstoppable. We'd be talking so much trash to everybody. But that, after, like, four years, you'd be like, all right, well, I mean, I don't even got to watch. We're going to just win. So that's all I want to say on that, though, is uh, it, these games do not define our season. Let's get through these games, hopefully with three wins, and come out on the other side of that ready to compete, ready to win these games. Next thing I wanted to talk about here before we get into some uh, transactions is the Sean McVay and Jared Goff dilemma saga. I don't know what you guys want to call it, um, but we had some issues in the trade as far as the communication goes. Uh, Jared Goff didn't feel like he was communicated with well enough when that trade was going down. And now Sean McVay is coming out and making comments about it, saying that, you know, he should have communicated better. And yeah, maybe, maybe. But can we stop the babysitting? Who cares now? Who cares today? Why are we asking these questions today? Is it really that important? Did Jared Goff really need Sean McVay to say in a press conference that, yeah, we probably could have handled that better. We probably should have called him. So like that. Shouldn't that have just been a private conversation between those two? But why are we talking about this going into week seven? Does Jared Goff really need to be babysat like that? I realize that his own coach just called him out. I realize that. That his own coach was like, he needs to do a better job. Which, it took Dan Campbell six weeks to do that. It took Sean McVay four years. So I think there's something there, too. Uh, Not only in the way that the Rams handled Jared Goff, but the relationship that they had. I think that the the way that it it ends... And the the way that the way that that trade went down, first of all, I mean, Sean McVay, Andrew Whitworth, and Matthew Stafford are all in Cabo. Do you really think that Sean McVay is sitting there like, oh man, this is gonna happen? We're gonna get hold on, I gotta make a phone call. I gotta call Jared real quick. Is that like, do you really think that that was gonna happen, guys? How long do we need to sit there and treat Jared Goff with these kid gloves and say like, hey, yo, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I'm so sorry that you're 0 13 without Sean McVay. I'm so sorry that you didn't get a phone call about this trade. When does that end? I thought we were all just adults here. And I don't know why we need to, to, to keep holding the hand of Jared Goff through this process of him playing for a different team anymore. He doesn't even play for us. All right. And I see Rams fans are, are spreading this, uh, this whole keep it classy. I've seen this post shared a lot. There was one post that I saw that got shared uh, quite a bit. Keep it classy on Jared Goff. I mean... I'm not here to bash Jared Goff at all, but he's also our opponent this week, and I hope he fails miserably this Sunday. I don't know if that makes me a bad fan to want the Rams to do well or to have the Rams opponent not do well, but I don't care that it was Jared Goff, and I don't care what he's done in the past because what does that do for us today? Jared Goff playing in Super Bowl 53 does not help us in week seven of the 2021 season. So no, I don't really care. That's all going to make me sound like a jerk, and I know some some people out there are going to be like, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. When do we have to stop babysitting Jared Goff's emotions? At what point is it just on him to just say, oh no, it's fine. It's what It happened, but now I'm a lion. Now, now I play for Dan Campbell, and we're, we're preparing for this game against the Rams. At what point does that have to happen? Or are we just going to keep on hearing, like, well, they didn't call me. I had to. I heard about it from my agent. I didn't even hear from Coach. Like, who? why is that a story in Week 7? This trade happened before the Super Bowl last year. Holy cannolis. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on uh, to just a couple of injuries that I have for you guys. Unfortunate news on the injury front here. The Rams did lose running back Jake Funk to a torn hamstring, so he will miss the remainder of the season. And tight end Johnny Munt tore his ACL, so he will also miss the rest of the season. We can expect at the tight end position that Bryson Hopkins and maybe Jacob Harris, I got fingers crossed on Jacob Harris getting some more playing time out here. I think that he'll get more involved on the offense, but I don't actually know that because it seems like 
that his role this year, at least, is a lot more special teams focused, kind of like Ben Skoranek. But Ben Skoranek is playing awesome on special teams. And, and I, I know I was making the whole predictions of him being cut and stuff like that. But hey, I'm glad he's here. He's playing some good ball, especially on special teams. He leads the Rams in special teams tackles. He's flying around. He's a good tackler. I mean, he's doing a good job. I like Ben, man. He's Ben, he's doing awesome. But losing Jake Funk, that one's kind of a bummer. And, you know, that's uh, like the, the Funk train, Funky Town, whatever Funk words you guys got. What the funk, you know, all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's it it is unfortunate that uh, that we lose him, but also, I mean, I know because even some people were messaging me and they're like, "Hey, I know you liked funk." Yeah, I do like funk, but it's not like we were using him. Like, and I I'm not like okay with the injury or or happy about it, anything like that. None of that. But I am in a point where it's like, well, I mean, at least it's not Hendo, I guess. Like, and I I realize that's probably a rude comment too, but. Uh, we weren't using Jake Funk as, as much as I would have liked to have seen, but now that he's down with the torn hamstring, I, I believe he already had his surgery. He will get in uh, next year when Cam Akers comes back, and that you know what? That might be more difficult for him to get some carries, but hey, man, if he's a good football player, he will get playing time. That's That's one thing that I think we've seen with Sean McVay, that he is a little eased up on rookies, but he is willing to use people if if they are showing it on the practice field which is unfortunately something that we won't really see a lot of but once they get out there uh, on the practice field and the coaches are itching to, to see him play that's when we can get excited about him I've said it before that if the coaches who are around these guys in the film room on the practice field in the weight room if they are not itching to get somebody out on the football field there's no reason we should so the Rams did make some moves uh, to to account for these losses and that is signing cornerback Dante Dion as well as running back Buddy Howell. So Dante Dion was actually active last week, but with all these weird COVID rules with the practice squad, basically what could have happened is we could have shot him right back down to the practice squad. Instead, signed him to the active roster, so he's around to hang out. Dante Dion is definitely a fan favorite, and I'm really excited to see him on the active roster. Guy brings energy energy i love it even when he's on the sideline he's getting people hyped up he's having a great time over there and i think that that's a, a very very big positive on your sideline not just in your locker room anything like that but on your sideline when somebody's making a big play he's out there celebrating and going crazy and having a good time he's having fun out there and that energy is infectious and the secondary needs that kind of energy right now they need somebody to to light that spark and get excited and, and be pumped up so you know what, Dante Dion being being here, I'm super excited for it. As far as Buddy Howell, I don't know how much we will see of him. We've also we've already seen that the the running backs that the Rams are utilizing, it really is just Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. We've seen that kind of happen. Funky Town will get in there just like a little bit here and there, but not not enough to really like have a true impact. So as I hate to see the injuries, and, and I, there's no way to say this without you know, sounding kind of rude, but like if it had to happen to any of our running backs, Jake Funk is the one to have it happen to. I don't want to see it happen to anybody, but if we have to have one, which I mean, we do. So it's not like I can change it saying that I saying that I don't want Jake Funk injured is not going to heal his hamstring and get him off IR or anything like that. So it doesn't ultimately matter. But Jake Funk back next year, that should be some good stuff. And I was a little bit surprised, honestly, uh, no contacts, no attempts for Otis Anderson Jr. Uh, I, I was a fan of him coming in. Uh, he was, you know, signed late, practice squad guy, Was end up ter- ended up being terminated. So he is uh, not going to be hanging out uh, for uh, to, to replace the, the production of one Jake Funk. Let's go ahead and take a look back at this game, the Rams and the Giants. The Rams did defeat the Giants 38-11. to And if you guys are familiar with the term scorigami, then you guys may have heard that that was the first ever 38-11 to final in NFL history. So that's awesome. I love that kind of stuff. If you guys are interested in that, scorigami, there's like a whole YouTube video. I want to say it's a chart party version like from SB Nation. Those chart party things, because I'm like, I, my brain is like, I, I'm into numbers and analytics and stuff like that like that's just where i can i like to look for trends and and stuff like that so 
stuff like Chart Party is awesome, and I love it so much. But you guys can check out Scoregami there, and it kind of goes through uh, different scores that have happened, what's what's likely, what's unlikely, stuff like that. And a big part of this one was because 38, not super normal, and then they had a field goal touchdown, two-point conversion. That's Scoregami right there. So I, th- I just thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, but... You know what? Overall, it was a really strong team win. The Rams' weakness in this game was definitely third down conversions on offense. Struggled there, and the percentages uh, for the season averages did drop. But overall, I mean, it didn't it didn't murder us. It didn't kill the game for the Rams. So it is okay. We did survive that one. That uh, not not performing well on third down. But of course, you want to see that improved as the season as the season goes on, especially when you got a game against the Lions, a game against the Texans. That's where you can kind of not necessarily test stuff, but you can you can try some things out. You want to try this in this situation. Do you want to see what how this team reacts this way? Anything like that? But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that go that go into that. But uh, let's go ahead and give away our game badge. This one is gonna go to quarterback Matthew Stafford. And I know there's people out there going, "Look, what about rap? Sheriff Joe Bags just hates Taylor Rap." Hey. Taylor Rapp, two picks, that's awesome. We'll talk about him here in a second, though. We don't need to talk about him right now because this game badge is going to Matthew Stafford, all right? 78.6 completion percentage? That's amazing, all right? He's just dropping dimes over here. Four touchdowns, one interception. The interception, the one interception that that Matthew Stafford did have, it was to end the the half and the first half, and so the net... The, like the net negative was zero. I mean, they had no negative impact on the on the Rams' overall game because they didn't turn it into anything because it was just at the end of the half. So not a big deal there. Had 251 passing yards, but 200 of those came in the first half. So you can tell the Rams really kind of eased up in that second half as far as throwing the football, and then we're able to start running it a lot better with uh, Daryl Henderson. 128.7 passer rating. That's the fourth time in six games as a Rams quarterback that Matthew Stafford has had a passer rating over 100. Those two games that he did not have a passer rating over 100 against the Seahawks and against the Cardinals. Two division games. His only two division games so far in the NFC West. Is that something to look at? We'll see, I guess. But Matthew Stafford had an awesome day, and I show no shame in giving him another game badge. And he's he's already like kind of front runner for game badge against the Lions, just for obvious reasons. But we'll see what happens in that game. We'll talk about that one here in a little bit. But Matthew Stafford, congratulations! I believe this is his third game badge. But hey, he's killing it out here. Can't can't blame me there, right? Let's move on here. Safety Taylor Rapp. He did have those two interceptions and was awarded NFC Defensive Player of the Week. But I will say, and this is not to, intended to be a shot at Taylor Rapp because that's not my goal. Those two interceptions, hey, awesome being in the right place at the right time. That's exactly what you need to do, all right? That's how you get those interceptions is you you position yourself into the play where the quarterback, maybe he doesn't see you're there or he didn't expect you to be there, anything like that. You're able to make a play, get, intercept that football. Great job at that. Definitely great job. Easy catches and definitely lacked on tackles in this game. That's why he did not get the game badge. But hey, I love to see Taylor Rapp making some plays. Hopefully that continues. His play has been aggressively average this whole, well, his entire career, to be honest with you guys. it's uh, He's been an aggressively average player. He has some good plays. He has some bad plays. I would like to see him perform better. And I think that by now he should have gotten to the point where he's a better player. But, hey, he's out here making two picks against the Giants and Daniel Jones, so it's hard to complain about uh, Taylor Rapp right now. Let's move on to running back Daryl Henderson, still proving to be a solid option, and he's able to close out games in the second half. You see it on the bottom line right now, guys, for the uh, YouTube watchers. His difference in first half and second half is astonishing. I mean, even his averages are up, but the Rams at their best. It feels like they're a pass-heavy team in the first half and hike up the score, get that lead, and then do what Sean McVay does, which is win games when you lead at halftime. And then Daryl Henderson's been able to be a big role in that because averaging four yards of carry in the first half, but five yards of carry in the second half. So that conditioning's there. That's good to just keep him going. He had 21 carries for 78 yards and a tutty in this game. Strong second half. That's where he's performing his best football at for sure. Running back Sonny Michelle came in for Hendo. Uh, He did an awesome job in this one, kind of coming in. For Henderson, he had nine carries for 42 yards, so almost a five-yard average, just short of it. Uh, but uh, he's the perfect like change of pace guy for for when Henderson just needs to take a little bit of a breath. You know, he just needs some oxygen, some O2 into his face. 
Then Michelle comes in and he does uh, a great job. Next up is uh, wide receiver Cooper Cup. Uh, honestly, Cooper Cup is officially unbelievable. I mean, he's doing things out here that I mean, he's off to a one of the best starts of a season a wide receiver's ever had. And he's on pace to just shatter some Rams records. We'll talk a little bit more about him. Well, will we? Or it might be on my bottom line right now. Yeah, it's on the bottom line right now. But, you know, dude, Cooper Cup playing out of his mind right now. He's playing absolutely out of his mind. He's playing great football. And, hey, I'm glad he's on our squad, man, because uh, he's inventing routes out here. And I'm sure you guys saw that that beautiful no-look pass by by Stafford. Incredible stuff there. So, you know what? Cup is, I said it before, I said I said it, I think, before the season started, that we could see the best season in Cooper Cup's NFL career. That feels like an understatement at this point. Safety Jordan Fuller, all over the place on defense, had nine tackles, two assists, but what really stood out to me in this game about Jordan Fuller was his ability to come up and play in the run. He was making some plays in the, in the run game. Uh, I mean, obviously, no Saquon Barkley. You don't have, you know, the dude with the crazy thighs or whatever, but uh, his ability, to, Jordan Fuller's ability to, to come up and play the run was huge in this game. So we definitely want to see that continue from uh, from Jordan Fuller, who's been playing playing some really good football, uh, secondary and offensive line. It's usually those positions where if you're not hearing their names, they're probably doing something right. Uh, secondary, not as much as offensive line, offensive line. If you don't hear their names ever, that's because they're really good at what they're doing in the secondary. You obviously want to see them be able to break on some uh, some other routes and get some interceptions there. But Jordan Fuller doing an awesome job. Tight end Tyler Higby had five catches for 36 yards. And that gives him a career total right now of 2,129 yards. That currently ranks 24th overall in Rams history, uh, total receiving yards. And also for a tight end, he is currently third in Rams history. And in order to pass Lance Kendricks for 23rd overall and second for a tight end, he is going to need three yards. Three more yards until he passes Lance Kendricks, who ended up playing a little bit for the Packers. Did he go somewhere else? I know he played in Green Bay. But uh, Lance Kendricks, 23rd overall in Rams receiving history, second in tight end. Oh, wait. No, I lied. Sorry. I, my, my numbers were off there. Third. He'll get into third. Tyler Higby can get into third for tight ends if he passes Lance Kendricks with just three yards. He needs 48 yards to pass Billy Truex for second in Rams history for uh, receiving yards for a tight end. He is 1,482 behind Bob Boyd. And uh, Boyd, back when he was playing that position, it was just called end. So sometimes if you look at the, the statistics, it will be a little bit flawed, I guess. And you know what? It was kind of funny because I posted this on my own personal Facebook page that that uh, that Tyler Higbee needs just three yards to pass Lance Kendricks for third all-time in, in Rams history and receiving yards for a tight end. And I didn't... I, I should have caught this. I should have known what the response was going to be. I, di I thought it was going to be like, heck yeah, Tyler. Heck yeah, Higgs. Big rig Higgs. Let's go. Which I did get a couple of those. But also... I should have seen it coming. Most of the responses were like, man, we have had trash tight ends. <laughs> Which, I mean, I think you can definitely make the argument that that's very true. But Rams are definitely not known for their their tight end history. We not, do not have a very rich tight end history. And that's a question I would pose to you guys. Is Tyler Higby already the best tight end the Rams have ever had? I think that's a legitimate question that can be asked. Some of the stuff that, he, that Tyler Higby's been able to do uh, I, I think that he has to at least be in that conversation of the best tight end that the Rams have ever had. Tyler Higby, we see him right now. We see one of the best Rams ever in Aaron Donald, but do we have the best tight end right now? That's a question. I want you, I want your guys' input on this one. Let's go ahead and hop into the rest of the West. Let's see what those other three dweebs are up to. The Arizona Cardinals stay undefeated. They are able to defeat the Cleveland Browns by a score of 37 to 14. And man, okay, so like I I picked the Browns. If you guys watch the NFC West roundtable, I picked the Browns in this one. And I was like, I, I at first I was like, ah, I think the Cardinals will take it. And then I was like, ah, well, it depends on Chandler Jones. It'll be a conditional pick. If Chandler Jones plays, I'll pick the Cardinals. If not, then I'll pick the Browns. And then I was like, no, I'm just going with the Browns. And then I was way off. I did a terrible pick there. So uh, the Cardinals definitely just outplayed the Browns uh, in just about every aspect of that game. So Cardinals stay undefeated. 
And uh, they are one the they're the Rams only loss. So if the Rams would have won that game, the Rams would be the only undefeated team today. But that's not how the cards fell. And for the Cardinals, they do host the Houston Texans. So they're six and zero right now. Uh, that you can maybe tally up a seven and zero for that one. I mean, the Rams counted a win against the Jets last year before it was played. So you know what? You can't count any of them. But that game will kick off at one twenty-five p.m. on CBS. The Steelers and the Seahawks, what a football game. Sunday night football went into overtime where the Steelers were able to defeat the Seattle Seahawks by a score of 23-20. Geno Smith, he wasn't able to get it done, but I'll be honest with you guys, I was a little bit more impressed with Geno Smith than I anticipated myself being. I think he did a pretty good job. There was conversations about the Seahawks potentially reaching out or rumors that they had reached out to Cam Newton. I see no reason to make that move. By the time Cam Newton will be ready to play, I think that Russ will be coming back. And do you really want to just take every little bit of confidence that Geno Smith had and just crush it? Because he starts one game, one game, you lose in overtime. You lose in overtime to the Steelers. And you want after that game to be like, uh, who's available out there? Like, you don't want that conversation to be going on. So for Geno's sake, I guess <laughs> that, you know, we'll see what happens, but I don't think that making the Cam Newton move makes a lot of sense. I think that there's other teams that it makes more sense for uh, Seattle Seahawks are not one of those, but the sake uh, Seahawks will host the saints this weekend. That game will kick off at five fifteen PM on Monday on ESPN Monday, not football. We got the Jameis Winston saints taking on the Geno Smith Seahawks. Last year, if I would have said those words to you, that would have been weird. But now it's just what we're dealing with. The Jameis Winston Saints and Geno Smith Seahawks, who will eat that W. And next, we had the 49ers coming off of a bye week, so they were able to kind of heal up a little bit. They did have some issues as far as injuries go. Lance, uh, Trey Lance was even a little bit beat up. And I can't believe they're still having conversations about potentially Jimmy G starting. Absolutely insane to me that they are still doing that. And my reasoning behind this, we talked about it on the NFC West Roundtable. It was right here on Ram Showcase. So if you guys want to check that out, it is available on the Ram Showcase YouTube channel. You can go check that out. But uh, what I talked about on there was we know that Jimmy G is the past and that Trey Lance is the future. So at what point do you just rip off that Band-Aid and say, all right, this is Trey Lance's team? We already heard it from the Bears, who I thought were going to be the ones that were going to be really stubborn with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields, that transition. Now we're seeing the 49ers are the ones being stubborn. You moved up to number three overall and took a quarterback, knowing full well that Trey Lance is going to, no matter what, he's eventually going to be your guy. He's going to be your starting quarterback. And now you're still sitting here like in week seven, like, well, if Jimmy's healthy, I don't know, man. For real, guys? Come on, stop playing the games over here with everybody's brain, Shanahan, and you just make the right move, which is to start Trey Lance. Or, from the Rams' perspective, make the right move and start Jimmy G. Because that football team is better when Trey Lance is the quarterback. Not by a lot, but they are. Take a look at the standings real fast. You do have the Arizona Cardinals sitting in first place at 6-0. Rams nipping on their heels at 5-1. and and then you have the 49ers and the Seahawks who are just, you know, struggling just a little bit. Two and three 49ers, two and four Seahawks. I didn't anticipate this. I didn't anticipate that we would see two teams below 500 going into week seven of the 2021 season in what was supposed to be the best division in football. But these Niners and Seahawks kind of holding us back a little bit, man. But uh, like I said, we did talk about all these games uh, that we did previews for these games. We talked about last week's games as well on the NFC West Roundtable, which was an awesome time. CG, something, something was on with CG, man. He was getting aggressive on Steezy and those Seahawks. And uh, me and me and Mike just kind of let those two those two bottom feeders over there battle it out. It's uh, good stuff, though. But yeah, it's, uh, this, this was a fun one. Uh, they're fun every single week. I feel like every week they get more fun. Next week, I do believe it'll be on the AZ Sports Fan Channel, so go ahead and check that out. I will, I'll will i leave a link when I get one uh, in my community tab on YouTube, so you'll be able to find it there. Let's go ahead and hop into our break on the other side. We've got our game preview, Lions at Rams. Don't go anywhere! You guys know where it's at? That is Shaw's Custom. 
In the comment section below is where you will find a link to Shaw's Customs. You can tell him Sheriff Joe Bag sent you, but it doesn't do any good. But hey, it's kind of cool, and he probably laughs every time he sees that. So it's worth it. Go check it out. Also, in the comment section below or in the description below, you'll see a link for Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. You can eliminate all that research. Get rid of them sleepers. You don't need them. You focus on top-tier talent and who will have the biggest impacts on each and every NFL game. Those big old names. Choose 10 of the top 20 available player props. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to happen. You get your prop picks right, you get those points. Pretty simple, man. It's pretty simple. Thrive has paid off, paid out over $4 million already. You can use promo code RAMSHOWCASE and you get a 100% match on your first deposit up to a hundred dollars which is incredible news so put in 50 bucks you got a hundred to play with using promo code ram showcase you can download the app uh, on the app store or the play store you go to thrivefantasy.com and go straight through there but that uh that link below that that takes away one step for you if you click the link below you don't even need to type in ram showcase all one word because it's already there for you just follow that link if that daily fantasy thing is not your gig and you want to put your money where your mouth is and put some money on some lines or some money lines or some over-unders, anything like that, then BetUS is where it's at. The NFL season, we are we are in it. We are in the thick of it right now. We're going into week seven, Lions-Rams. This is going to be some good stuff here. But if you're looking for a sports book to put some money on the Lions-Rams this Sunday, then you need to go over to BetUS. That is BetUS.com, B-E-T-U-S.com, or you can call 800-69-BETUS. That's 800-MY-BETUS. Use promo code RAMSHOWCASE for a 125% bonus on your first deposit. That's awesome news there. Incredible news. If you guys are using crypto, though, even better news because you use RAMSHOWCASE200 and you get a 200% bonus on your very first deposit. BetUS has everything. The NFL, the NBA, the NHL just started up. The Avs are not looking amazing right now, but hey, we'll get there. MLB is in the playoffs right now. You can do it all. and You can do the live betting as well, which is awesome. The Lions and the Rams this weekend, that line is like 15 and a half, or I think I saw it go down to 15 today. You can put some money on that one here. Uh, the Avs and, oh, I forgot the opponent. Well, the Avs just played the Blues. It didn't work out. So if you guys put money on that one for the Blues, then you guys are looking good. But that's good stuff. You also got the online casino games. So if you guys are into the casino games, that's where it's at. It's, I mean, I went to a casino in real life for the first time. Now it got me hooked on the BetUS version of it because it was it was a blast. But you can follow the lead of Sheriff Joe Bags. Get on your phone. Go to BetUS.com. B-E-T-U-S. Dot com. You can sign up today with a sports book that is known for its longevity and integrity, like I did. You bet, you win, you get paid with BetUS. BetUS.com. That's where the magic happens. Let's go ahead and get into the game preview now. We got the Detroit Lions at 0-6 at the Los Angeles Rams, who are 5-1. This game preview is brought to you by BetUS. That game kicks off at 1.05 p.m. on Fox. The... The distribution map was a little not so nice to us today. We'll put it up here for you in a second. But the Rams, I didn't want you guys to know, are scheduled to be in their royal jerseys this week. Last week, the Rams were originally scheduled to be in their bone uniforms, but I'm guessing some kind of late shift happened with the Giants as they chose to wear their all-whites or their uh, their throwback whites, which forced the Rams to not use a light jersey. Rams had to go with the, the royal Went with the Royal on the yellow pants, which makes me almost think that we were this close to seeing bone on yellow. We didn't get it, but uh, uh, makes me a little bit sad, but it's okay. Let's go ahead and put up that distribution map for you guys. Boom! And what you're looking at here is for the yellow zones. The yellow zones is where the magic is going to happen. If you guys are in that zone, you guys will be able to change your TV to Fox, and you can watch the game right there. And uh, let me see who's on. The, it's uh, Kevin Kugler, I believe. I'm just going to confirm here real fast. I don't want to give you guys the wrong information. Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez will be the commentators and Fox is on a single again this week. I was a little bit surprised to see that. I thought that the Rams were going to get a little bit bigger coverage in this one because I thought that, the, that Fox was going to have the doubleheader this week. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Fox is on the single. So we are pretty limited. And with that Green Bay and Washington game, that one's taken up the bulk of the, the map that you see there. That was the red on there. 
So uh, the history of this matchup, this will be the 87th meeting between these two teams all time. The Rams do lead the all time series 44, 41 and one. So very, very tight, very snug in there. And, you know, I mean, the Rams can kind of build on that. If we can get up to 45 dubs over the Lions all time, that'd be pretty sweet to see. The most recent game between these two came on December 2nd of 2018. That was a 30-16 win for the LA Rams. The first ever game between these two. That came on September 10th of 1937. That's apparently, I I don't know why when I say a really old year, I do like old-timey voice. Like, 1937! I don't know why. I guess that's exactly how they all talked back then. <laughs> Probably. But that was a 28-0 win for the Detroit Lions over the Cleveland Rams. The Rams also had a 12-game win streak that lasted between 1945 and 1951. And there was a lot of good Rams on those teams between 45 and 51. So, makes sense. So, in this game here, I mean, we know the biggest storyline. We know that Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff is is the story to to keep your eyeballs on. You know, that's that's that is what we're all watching for in this one. This is a game that we've had circled even before the schedule was even out because we knew the opponents. When this trade happened, it, it was it was, you know, we send Jared Goff over to the Lions and a couple of ones for to bring in Matthew Stafford. And immediately it was like, oh wait. We play them this year in L.A. Like, it was like right away. It was like, I can't wait to see the schedule when this comes out. This is going to be awesome. But, you know, Matthew Stafford was drafted number one overall by the Detroit Lions in 2009. And Jared Goff was drafted number one overall by the L.A. Rams in 2016. And that's now swapped. So they're playing against teams who drafted them number one overall. And this is, of course, because this trade happened just last last year. It was, well, before the Super Bowl, just before the Super Bowl. This is going to be the first time that Goff plays against the Rams, and this is going to be the first time that Stafford plays against the Lions. So that's awesome stuff there. But that's not the only uh, the only Lion who's a former Ram, because we also got Michael Brockers, who's probably performing the best of all of the former Rams. Also, look at the coaching staff, Aubrey Pleasant, who I've been very vocal about. He's doing an awesome job over there with those corners. You'll hear from Kurt Steele here in just a second about the impact that Aubrey Pleasant is having over there with the Detroit Lions. Uh, that, by the way, that Kurt Steele interview, that will be video only, so only available on YouTube. So if you guys are interested in listening to what Kurt Steele has to say about that, make sure you guys tune in on the YouTube channel uh, to the game preview or the full episode. It'll be in both of those. But uh, And then also, Brad Holmes is now the Lions GM. This is his first year as the Lions GM. He was a member of the Rams scouting team, and that whole process of bringing in the new young talent since 2001 all the way up until last year so he started in st louis when the rams were pretty awesome honestly (laughs) he started there as a as just a scout and then moved moved himself all the way up to the director of college scouting and then now congratulations brad holmes because now he's the gm of an nfl football team and that is the detroit lions and i think that we'll see the brad holmes impact over time like i will see it come to fruition a little bit of what he was able to do for the Rams, because he definitely helped in, helped bring in a lot of talent here. I also just wanted to mention this, th- these comments, we kind of talked about it earlier, just shortly, is that Dan Campbell, talking about Jared Goff, and he said that Jared Goff needs to, he needs to have a little bit more uh, uh, responsibility in this. He needs to do a little bit better. And the part that blows my mind about that is because Jared Goff has now only played six games as a Lion. And Dan Campbell's already to this point, already to this point where he's, he's like, ah, he's got it. He's got to do better. You know how long it took Sean McVay to get to that point? Three and a half years. I mean, it was a while. It took a while and a full season and a half of like not amazing Rams quarterback play before he was eventually like, we got to get better performance out of our quarterback. Dan Campbell took him six games and that's not a shot at Dan Campbell. Definitely not. Dan Campbell, I think, is going to be an awesome coach. And I think when he can develop and get it, get his roster in there, I think he's going to be incredible. But I thought that was uh, that was interesting. And uh, the comparison between Sean McVay and Dan Campbell, they are very different humans. And that's one example, is how fast it took Dan Campbell to call out Jared Goff compared to Sean McVay. Let's go ahead and talk about, or let's, uh, let's, let's have this uh, Kurt Steele interview. Kurt Steele, great friend of mine, uh, went to college with Kurt Steele. He's a Lions 
mega fan. He does the Die Hard Den podcast. He does the Detroit Lions on the prowl. Does shows all the time. Very knowledgeable. And that man, I swear he's got a lion's heart inside of his chest. Here's that interview. Massive thank you to Kurt Steele for that one. Kurt Steele is the man talking lions. It should be a fun one for us. This is the first time that we've been able to, in, in our friendship, to really have a Rams-Lions game. So that's good stuff. Let's talk about the matchup in this game. We'll start with the Rams offense against the Lions defense. The Rams offense, top 10 unit, except for in the run game. But that first half running has been, you know, a little sparse, I guess, you know, you could say. But top 10 uh, total, uh, top five in passing. Thank you to Matthew Stafford there. And then putting up almost 30 points a game. Uh, so that's, I mean, you obviously want to see that. 30 points a game. If you can do 30 points a game, you're a good football team. On the other side for the Lions here, you know, near the bottom on most of these, they are pretty decent against the pass. But like Kurt said, that they are a little bit susceptible to that deep ball. So that's something to keep an eye on there. And they're giving up almost 30 points a game as well. So if the Rams are able to put up 30 in this game, that should not blow any minds whatsoever. That's exactly what the Rams are supposed to do here. The Rams should be able to move the football against the Detroit Lions, but the games are not played on paper. They are played on a football field, a gridiron, and that's where this action will have to happen and unfold on Sunday. So we'll see if these averages unfold that way and if the Rams are able to get that run game going. I know I say it every single week, but uh, once again, the Rams play against a team who struggles against the run. Can Hendo get a 100-yard game? Can Hendo get a 100-yard game? We'll see what happens there. But uh, the Rams offense definitely has a good matchup here. And the Rams pass offense has taken a leap. And I don't think it's reached its potential yet. Because we're still seeing a few misfires from Stafford. We're seeing a little like some minor miscommunications in places. But that should that's kind of stuff that should develop over the over the course of the season and improve over the course of the season. So I don't think that this passing offense, which is currently fourth in the NFL, I don't think it's even reached its potential yet. So that's some good news. Let's take a look at the other side of the football here, which is the Lions offense versus the Rams defense. Rams defense had their averages jump a little bit here, but not, I mean, they were, at first they were, last week they were giving up over 400 yards per game. So that strong performance against the, the New York Giants was able to bump those numbers. Jared Goff and that Lions offense passing the football is just 25th in the NFL. The Rams defense 21st. So if Goff put up about 240 in this one, 245, that would, that would align with some averages and would make sense for a Jared Goff day. The Lions, though, not really getting the ground game going that much. Just 23rd in the NFL. Rams doing a pretty good job against the run, actually, as well as in points against. So if you see that there, the, the, the averages, so like about 18 for the, for the Lions and then about 21 for the Rams. So if this game ended 30 to 20, uh, that would make sense with all those averages. But, you know, the Rams defense, like I said, they jumped a lot out of this last game against the Lions or the, the Giants. Had a very just strong performance, honestly, against the uh, against the Giants. So that's a good thing to see. Uh, you want to see that keep on improving. And this three-game stretch here is is kind of a perfect situation to get that going. And uh, Jared Goff and the Lions, they're struggling to get it going for sure. Um, you know, uh, we've heard the comments from Lions fans. They're not exactly stoked out of their minds right now about uh, about Jared Goff. There's a lot of times that uh, that that he's fumbling. They're they're calling him names, this stuff like that. Like we say, the Goffle offense and stuff like that. It's uh, I, I feel I feel for him. I feel for Jared, man. But you know, at the same time, I I don't hope he like lights us up this week. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't hope he lights us up. Let's go ahead and get into the 3-2-C. This one, we'll just take a quick look back at the New York Giants game. We had Daryl Henderson, who had 21 carries for 78 yards and a tutty. He played fine, picked up a lot in the second half. We've got, kind of grown accustomed to that with Daryl Henderson. He does do better in the second half. We also take, took a look at the secondary, and Daniel Jones went 29-51 for 252. He had zero touchdown passes, three interceptions, and was sacked four times. So, great performance there. Uh, Sterling Shepard was his was uh, the top target for the Lions. He had 10 receptions on 14 targets, but for 76 yards, so 7.6 yards per catch. That is low for an NFL wide receiver. To only get seven yards per reception, that feels weird. I mean, because if if a if guy like Cooper Cup has 10 receptions, he's usually way up there. Speaking of Cooper Cup, nine receptions, so less than Sterling Shepard, but 130 yards, two touchdowns as well, uh, giving him, I mean, he's... 
He's on fire, guys. Uh, Cooper Cup is playing some great ball. Second in the NFL in receiving yards. He is just 15 yards behind Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers, and he is currently first in receiving touchdowns with seven. There's three tied at, uh, at second with six. Let's take a look at the, this game, though, the, versus the Detroit Lions. First one, obviously, is quarterback Matthew Stafford. Stafford is finally playing against the Detroit Lions for the very first time in his career. He will likely, if we had to guess, based on what we've already seen so far just in a couple of games, he will probably be a little emotional in the beginning of the game, might have some misfires, might try to do too much, but I think he calms down at halftime and starts lighting him up. Number one overall pick in 2009 by the Detroit Lions. The Rams did not get a shot at him. We, I wish we could have drafted him, you know, because that was that was right in the era where we were passing on quarterbacks, and I was like, can we please take one of these guys? And then we ended up getting Bradford. So it's like, hey, finally we take a quarterback, and then it didn't work out. But Matthew Stafford now in L.A. Ram. He always he found, he found his way. He found his way. It's fine. Next up here, I'm going to have Jalen Ramsey. He's felt quiet in the last uh, couple games here, but my real question here is, is Jared going to test Jalen? I... I, I don't know. I don't know if that's even going to be a thing or if it's definitely going to be a thing. I don't know if Jared's going to be like, oh, I'm going to get I'm going to get Jalen on, on one of these. I like I'm, I know what to do. I'll get him on one. So I'm going to have Jalen Ramsey here as one to watch. Let's see if Jared Goff will test him. Ramsey versus Jared Goff in his career. Just one game, three tackles, zero interceptions. That was 2017. Rams defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 17. Jared Goff, though, even though Jalen Ramsey only had three tackles and zero interceptions, Jared Goff threw for a whopping 124 yards that day. My last one here on 3 to see is going to be Aaron Donald. For the first time in his career, Donald will play against Jared Goff in live action. Live action. You know, his entire career, Aaron Donald's needed to be, like, real gentle with Jared Goff because he's only seeing him in a red jersey in practices. Not anymore. It's going to be, uh, we're... A white jersey, because we're in Royal. It's going to be a white jersey. And he's free game. Free game. Well, it's as free game as you can get in today's NFL, which is not as free game as we would like it to be, but it's all good. Let's go ahead and get into our fan quesos here before we wrap up. And actually, I kind of messed up on my post here, and I did not... I did not um, post it early enough, I guess, because... It got lost in the shuffle there. So I, did, I didn't get too many on one aspect, but Rams House coming in hot with five via the YouTube channel. So if you guys do want to ask a fan queso, that is a good spot to do it. You guys could definitely drop them on the Rams Showcase YouTube channel. I do make a post on Wednesdays to uh, to leave your quesos there. And I'll let you guys know, I record on Wednesdays. All right. So this right now, it is 634 Joe time, which is 534 LA time or Ram time. and if they come in after that, I, I'm sorry, but I don't see them. And I did have one last week where I actually just had a conversation uh, in that comment section below. It was, though, unfortunately, about Gruden. And I don't know enough about that situation, uh, like, I guess, in in depth enough. It also does not impact the Rams or myself very much. So, you know what? I'm keeping my opinions kind of that my opinions aren't relevant to anybody in that situation. So I'm kind of just keeping that to myself if I even really have any. I don't know if I even if I've even dug enough into it to be like, "Oh, man, dog, just giant get John Gr-. I like I don't know. I just it doesn't it doesn't involve me. It does I, I don't like what he said. Definitely don't like what he said, but those are my opinions on it. That's all. But uh, that 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 can happen too. Is that's my whole point on that. Is that I'll just have a conversation with you in the comment section. So let's get to Rams house. Whose house? Do you think our third down efficiency will improve soon? Or will this be a trend we'll see for the rest of the season? Man, I hope it improves soon. Because, yeah, that's been a problem. I mean, what was it? 2 of 11, I think, against the Giants? That's not good. That's not going to beat good teams. That's going to beat the Giants. But it's not going to be good teams. You need to be able to, to convert third down. That's going to be huge. And I know we were having our own conversation about the DVOA in, like, a private text message. I, I tried to look up videos for you that explain it better than I do because I, I feel like I know what I'm talking about, but I feel like it comes out in a way that makes no sense at all. The DVOA. If anybody has that, you can drop it too. That one will come back to how many touchdowns will Matthew Stafford th- uh, throw versus his former team? Oh, probably all of them. Like 20, I think, probably. No, I would say 
I think he's going to try to do five. Like, I think that that feels real. I, I, I don't know at what point if, if at any point in this game, if Sean McVay is going to be like, all right, let's ease up, man. Let's ease up. Or Stafford's going to be like, I want to beat them so bad, <laughs> you know? So I, I, I think that Stafford is going to have a day. I think he's going to do well in this game. I think he's going to start maybe a little bit rough. Maybe that first quarter is a little rough. Maybe the Rams, maybe the Rams are up three, nothing at the end of the first quarter. And then it's going to pop. I just think he needs to, to, to relax unless he does in the beginning, which I mean, historically we've seen him. So (laughs) historically in these six games, he does start a little, a little soft and then, and then is able to, to start performing better as we get closer to halftime and out of the half. Is Jordan Fuller still your favorite player on the Rams? You know it, man. Jordan Fuller. Jordan Fuller for president. Because I don't do the Mark Barron for president anymore. Because Mark Barron's now not an NFL player. He just doesn't play football. So if Mark Barron wants to come be the co-host of Rams Showcase, that'd be cool. But uh, yeah, Jordan Fuller's still my guy. For sure. Next one here. Who do you think would be the best actor on the Rams? Oh, man. I should have looked. Okay. It's got to be Johnny, right? Johnny Hecker. What the heck? What the heck? I think it that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Or Dante Dion. I feel like if if the question was who would be the best comedian, I would I would definitely say Dante Dion. I think he's he's his energy, his uh his excitement, his his whole attitude, persona. Uh, he's just like kind of a goofy dude. That's I'm, I want to hang out with Dante Dion. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if that comes up like super obvious in like how I talk about him. Like, I'd definitely like to hang out with him. <laughs> like, I'll be like, me and we'll be friends, you know, like we, we would have a good time. He would enjoy me is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the best actor would probably be Johnny. He's got that because he's kind of a goofy goober too, uh, but he, he's all, I, I don't know because Dante and Johnny are both. I, I think that Johnny's old, like older, so he's like just a little bit more mellow. <laughs> but I think that that would be a good one here. And the last question here, the one that I skipped and we'll come back to right now, is what is Sebastian Joseph Day's favorite beverage? Sebastian Joseph Day. Yeah, I, he's got to be into something like that's exciting, vibrant. Um. I'm going to say that Sebastian Joseph Day, I didn't look at this before, so I'm tr- trying to think and not waste all my time just thinking of stuff. And I'm going to say stuff like this as filler while I think so that it sounds like I'm still making progress in my thought process. But that's just, this is just random. Everything else is happening inside my head right now. I'm going to go with a lemon lime, the, what is it called? The slush or whatever from Sonic. <laughs> And that's so specific, but I feel like that's it. Because uh, like it's like that bright neon green. I'm going to go with that one. You get the little mint on top of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The lemon lime one, though. Or maybe the ocean. I don't know. No, ocean water. That's too basic. That's too generic. Everybody knows that one. We're going to go more specific. Lemon lime. (laughs) Well, that's fun. All right. That is going to do it for our fair cases, though, guys. Thank you so much for dropping those. You guys can drop them to me at any time. Uh, Typically, they are. uh, I do make posts on my own personal Facebook page. Uh, you guys can add me on Facebook. I have no issues with that at all. I'm a very open person. You guys, I'm very reachable. I, sometimes I'm a terrible responder, but I do see things. So you can at least have solace in that. Uh, I do. I'm trying to get better at responding to people and stuff. But hey, you know it happens. But uh, feel free, man. Add me on Facebook. My name is Joe Branham. It's very easy to find. All my stuff is public. Uh, you can go through and you, you just follow me if you want. You can see all my posts and stuff. I have nothing to hide. But. <laughs> This is this is what I do. I do this and I go to work. It's, uh, there's nothing cool going on in my life right now. It's well, except for all this, which is really cool. But nothing outside of this. It's bananas. So, uh, but feel free, guys. Reach out and uh, make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com/slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook.com/slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Add me as a friend on Facebook. Super simple stuff. Sheriff Joe Bags. Ram Showcase is now on TikTok. I've been a I've been doing a little bit of a bad job these last few weeks of getting stuff uploaded, but we'll get some uh, we'll get some better practice there. It's uh, Ram Showcase is a one man band, and sometimes it's difficult to get to everything. <laughs> so 
So we'll get some stuff going on there uh, shortly as well. But make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys are checking out every single Tuesday live NFC West roundtable. Next week should be on the AZ Sports Fan channel. I will leave a link in my community section once that is available. So you guys check that one out there. But that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Beggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports World Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.